This is the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. My name is Derek Van Otten. I'm a six-figure loan signing agent, and I own a six-figure national signing service. My goal is to help you become a peak signing agent. Welcome. Are you guys ready for another episode of the Peak Signing Agents Podcast? Because I know I am. I'm your host, DVO, Derek Van Otten. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. This week's episode is based off of a lot of phone calls that I've received lately, uh, just kind of asking me some tips and help and questions. So that's what this episode is going to be talking about. And, well, I'll tell you first what it is. (laughs) A lot of people have been calling me lately with issues printing and scanning because they just got a first time signing and they don't know how to use their printer and scanner yet. So I I know you're probably thinking, well, I've been doing this for months or I've been doing this for years. I know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, So I get that. However, I'm still going to give you some tips to help you. uh, And then I have a very good tip, I believe, at the end that will save you a lot of time and money. All right. So stay tuned for that. So let's talk about it for a little bit. You're just getting started, or you've been doing this for a while, and you're kind of thinking, how do I get this to work? So some people are having issues with, for example, Mac and Apple products working with their with their printer, like compatibility issues, I guess I should say. Um, so I see a lot of people asking, what's the best computer to get? What's the best tablet to get? Should I get a Microsoft a Surface tablet instead? Should I get a computer just for business versus uh, for at home? So a lot of people have a lot of questions. I'm going to give you all the answers that I can. Uh, hopefully, you're going to find this very beneficial, especially if you are someone who is an Apple user, but you feel like you're having compatibility issues. So first thing, let's talk about the compatibility. I myself have always used Apple products from the beginning of this business. Never had an issue myself. I don't understand the issue people are having. I'm not exactly sure what it is. So if you are an Apple user or you want to be an Apple user, let just know I haven't had issues. I've helped a lot of local people near me get started. They also wanted to use Apple products. They've never had issues from the beginning. So I don't know what issues people are having, but I think I might have a solution for it. Here it is. So a lot of people get their, their, their laser printers and they are wireless, meaning you do not need to plug it into a computer for it to work. It will print over Wi-Fi, possibly Bluetooth. I'm not sure, but definitely over Wi-Fi. They do not come with a, uh, what's it called? A cord. It is, so the printers that you get most likely do not come with a cord, so people connect them wirelessly. Here's my tip. Get a cord. If you get a cord, plug it directly from your printer to your computer, it should print no problem. Also, if you're an Apple user, uh, Apple and Macs come with a built-in PDF viewer. So a lot of people want to download Adobe. I get it. I understand why. So a lot of people want to download Adobe because a lot of people talk about using Adobe. Apple users already have the software Preview pre-built into the computers if you set preview that's the name of the app i don't know why just that's the name of the app if you set preview as your default pdf viewer 
anytime you get a PDF, no matter what format it comes in, it might come as Adobe, but but the file, if you notice that the file at the end is .pdf, so it'll open up in preview. Uh, because also Adobe and Apple have compatibility issues that I do know of. So if you get uh, an Apple preview, set that as your default PDF viewer, and when you when you open up PDFs, it'll open up a preview. You can print from there, not a problem at all. Uh, also, like I was saying, if you plug in the in the printer directly into your computer, you won't have an issue. You can buy these uh, cables for printers. They're on Amazon for like six to eight bucks. I have shared the link to it many times. It's an Amazon Basics link. In fact, I will even put the link for Amazon for this cable in the description of the podcast or YouTube channel or YouTube video. So if you're looking to get that, get it, plug it directly in, you will not have an issue. Uh, again, also, I have connected my uh, brother laser printers uh, with AirPrint to my MacBooks. Never had a problem printing. Never had, I never had a problem printing. So if you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'll help you. I never had an issue with it. I don't understand people's com- compatibility issues that they say they have. I've never understood it. So hit me up. I'll be happy to help you. Uh, like I said, I haven't had an issue. So so hit me up and then I'll, I'll help you out. But um, if you want a dedicated computer just for this business, I also understand that. Not a problem. I just, I don't use my printer or I don't use my computer other than for business or for a little bit of personal use. So I, I've always had it. I, and I always carry a, a laptop. I carry a laptop with me at all times. So I carry two bags with me at all times. One bag is my notary bag, which I have all my notary supplies and, and documents for the signing. Um, the other bag I carry is my is my everyday carry bag. It's like my man purse, if you will, or briefcase. <laughs> uh, in there, I, I carry my computer and a bunch of other everyday essentials that I carry. So on the go, I can always print on the go uh, because of course I have a mobile office which I am recording from on every episode so that's my first little tip for you guys get a cord plug it directly into the computer not a problem the next thing you want to do if you are if you are brand new is make sure you test everything first so that's great if you're just getting started you got your printer you got your scanner you got your first job it's not printing right you're having issues I have received multiple calls in the last two weeks about people getting their first jobs and their printer and scanner is not working and they're stressed out because the signing's coming up and they don't know what to do. I get the stress. But here's my tip for you. Be proactive. Be a proactive entrepreneur, business owner, and make sure your stuff is working first. So what I recommend doing is doing a couple test, test runs. When I got my printer and scanner originally, I just tested it out first. What I did was I just downloaded a random PDF file. It was like, you know, something like five pages, printed it out, make sure everything worked out fine. I went through the settings of my printer, make sure that you dedicate. So you should be getting dual tray printers. That's my recommendation. Get a dual tray, Uh, dual tray meaning. Uh, you have one tray that prints on letter-sized paper, another tray that prints on legal-sized paper, because when they come in letter or legal, you will need to print accordingly. 
unless your special instructions telling you otherwise. Sometimes you have special instructions that tell you only print on legal size paper or only print on letter size paper. So whatever special instructions say, do that. But if they there are no special instructions, print accordingly. So if, it, if it's on letter size, print letter size. If it's on legal size, print legal size. That's why it's, that's why it's important to have uh, a dual tray printer. That way you can print easily. It'll just swap between letter and legal size in the tray. Uh, goodness, there's a dog barking. Sorry if you can hear a, a dog barking outside, but that's that's how it goes when you're on the road and uh, recording from the back of a mobile office. Like I'll close the door here. Okay. Also, while you're printing, like I was saying, print accordingly by instructions. So if it says print only on letter size paper, do that. However, make sure in your printing printer settings. So from the computer. When you go like you know file print and you're gonna print the documents, and you can you can you can obviously make adjustments. Like I'm only going to print pages one through thirty, or I'm going to print on letter size or legal size. There should be also other formats there uh, that you should choose. What you should make sure you're choosing, or that are selected in the printer settings of your of your printer option, is to either print fit to size or scale to fit. Hopefully this sounds familiar. Hopefully you've seen this or look for this. Maybe, maybe look for this. But make sure you're doing scale to fit or fit to size. That will ensure that pages are not cut off. For example, if the PDF is formatted on legal size paper. So, for, okay, maybe you have pages 1 through 20 are on letter size and then pages 21 through 30 on legal size but they tell you in special instructions print only on letter size as an example you want to make sure that you have selected for either whether it says fit to size or scale to fit or whatever your printer options are make sure that's selected because if you are printing a formatted legal size pdf page and you're scaling it down to a letter size you want to make sure that the bottom is not cut off i've seen this happen I've seen notaries that did not adjust their settings. They printed it. They printed on letter size, but it cut off for um, what's it called? A barcode at the bottom of the page. That barcode is used by the lenders. They do scan these barcodes. This had to be redrawn, re-signed again. All right. And um, for example, in my signing service, we have these special instructions. Make sure that the pages are not cut off. Make sure it is scaled to fit or fit to size. Or else there is a a docked fee for this because it'll have to be redrawn and re re-signed. Uh, the notary didn't do it, so they got docked uh, because we had to pay them to re-go out and do it again. Well, we didn't repay them. Actually, this certain sacred circumstance, they just had to go out and redo the whole thing all over again. So make sure that these are selected so there's no cutoffs on the bottom. All right. I hope this makes sense to you. If you still have a hard time understanding this because you're not as tech savvy, feel free to hit me up. I'll be happy to help you. They are quick fix. When people call me, a lot of times I'm on the road, I'm driving. People call me with the questions, helping them with their printer settings. And I know exactly what to tell them because uh, I, I guess I'm a little bit more tech savvy than, than most. That's all right. All right. Let's talk about a little bit more about now that you're a scanner. All right. First question, is it worth it? Is it worth spending $400 to $500 for a scanner, a scanner only? I know I talked about this before, but let's reiterate on it. 
you can try getting one of these mobile scanners. They're about a hundred to two hundred dollars. They're really they're really small. They're really compact. Uh, I, I joked it's like a transformer. It, it looks like a brick, and then you unfold it, and then it's in a scanner mode. And you can plug this in, or I think I think they have internal batteries, so you can charge it before you go out, and then plug it into your to your laptop while you're out and about, and do do scan backs from there. Or you can plug it in to an inverter that you plug into your DC outlet of your vehicle uh, for power and try that. Or you can get a scanner at home that you go back in and scan with or you carry around in a mobile office. And they're about four to $500. So are they worth it? For me, yes. I found it was worth it. I tell people don't get a scanner unless you notice a lot of scan back requests. So if you're out doing signings, with signing services or direct and no one's really asking you for scan backs maybe it's not maybe you don't need to to buy the scanner but if you notice a lot of requests for scan backs and you feel like traveling back to your home is not really worth it or time consuming it just maybe would make sense to just have it with you at all times and you can do scan backs quicker i'll tell you i've done a few scan backs oh i'll tell you a really good example so I had a one of my one of my direct clients said, "Hey, can you help us with a purchase on Friday?" I said, "Sure, no problem." Friday late afternoon rolls around. They're like, "I don't think we're getting documents. Is Monday okay?" I said, "Sure, Monday's fine." Monday's rolling around. Haven't heard from them. They said, "Hey, I don't think we're getting documents. Also on Monday, will will Tuesday be okay for you?" I said, "For you, of course, it will be just fine." Tuesday's rolling around. They call me up and just say, hey, how's your availability? Uh, we should be getting documents, but they want to fund today. Can you go a little earlier than we anticipate? I said, sure, of course I can do that for you. Do you have documents? And of course they said, no, we don't have documents yet. Can you imagine the lender wants to fund today and they still don't have documents day of? I don't get it. Anyway, not my business to care. My business is, my business is to get it done. So my client says, all right, we should be getting documents soon. Do you want to come up here and pick them up on your way to the to the house? I said, absolutely. I'll start heading your way now. Uh, then they call me while I'm driving. They say, documents are ready. How close are you? I said, I'm about 15 minutes away. And they said, wonderful. And also, Derek, do you, in your cool mobile office, we know you have a printer, but do you have a scanner? Because I know the signing's about half hour away from our title company. Can you, as soon as you're done, scan it to us and then drive and drop it off but scan it to us first i said you know i got you so we finished the signing went to the back i scanned them the the cashier's check i scanned them the documents their ids said here they are i'm on my way back i got there as soon as i got there i gave them the documents said oh my gosh derek it already funded because of your scan backs the agent has been just so worried this wouldn't go through. This is this is the agent's grandparents, and it already funded by the time you even got here because you did scan backs for us. Thank you so much. You are the best. And I'll tell you, the best compliment I get from my clients is when they say, you are just absolutely the best. I don't know why. That's not thank you or we appreciate you so much or you're such an asset to us. I mean, I appreciate all those, but the best thing they can say to me is you are the best. So anyway... That's why I have a mobile scanner with me so I can just 
provide better service for my direct clients if needed. Uh, anyway, back to the scanner. Is it worth? Is it worth the four to five hundred dollars to buy the scanner? I say yes. I had issues with the, those mobile scanners I just talked about. I I bought it. I like I said before. I have bought my scanner. I think it was a holiday promotion, so it was already discounted. And I signed up on their email list, so there was a discount for signing up as a first-time user on their email list. So I got an extra discount on top of the holiday discount. I think I paid like three hundred fifty for the scanner, three fifty to four hundred for the scanner. Um, it's also wireless if needed, but I, I do plug it in for for faster. And it just shoots out. Oh, so you know, I just said right now it was fa- it's faster if I, I feel like it's faster if I just plug it directly in. Same with this printer. When you're printing wirelessly, I believe there's a, I, I just feel there's a little bit more of a pause as it's receiving over the air the information to print. When I plug my printer directly into the into my computer, I do feel like it prints faster. There's a, there's a shorter delay and it prints faster. I just, that's just how I feel. Uh, but anyway, it, so the scanner is it worth it? I believe so. Uh, I believe it's, it's because the, the 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 scanners that's their only job, right? An all-in-one, one of those all-in-one printers, it has multiple jobs built in. It prints, it scans, it faxes, it copies. It has all these functions built in. These scanners, it's its only job. So it just spits out the paper so fast, saves me a ton of time. Um, and this example for my client. It saved them a ton of time. They were so grateful that my scanner, this was a hundred, this was a reverse mortgage, by the way. It was a reverse mortgage. It was about 160 pages of reverse mortgage. And I scanned, it scanned so quick. It, it probably scanned less than two minutes. It was already, all of it was, was all scanned and, and saved into my computer for the email to send out. So for me, it's worth it. Also, I am also willing to pay for convenience. If it's going to be more convenient for me or my client, I am willing to pay for that for that uh, convenience. Also, in the scanner, I'm looking at my notes here. Make sure I believe in the settings. You, I believe it's the DPI. Uh, if I'm mistaken, I I apologize. But there is a place that you can check. I, I believe is the DPI, and it just says basically it's. Is I think it stands for dots per inch, and it is basically the file size. So you can range it. I recommend having a range of 100 to 200 DPI. Uh, 200 DPI, like the what I'm saying is the maximum. That's going to be like your better quality scan back. It's going to be better quality, but also takes up more space. So for example, if you're emailing copies or uploading copies into a signing service uh, website or platform. They have limitations. I believe the most common is 20 to 25 megabytes. So if it's if it's 100 pages and you scan it on 200, that will be that should be under 200. That should be under 25 megabytes. That should fit in an email or fit in uh, the platform. So for example, I believe Signature Closers is a is a platform that you can get signings from, and I think you can only upload maybe 20 megabytes at a time. So if you're using high quality, you might have to split it up in like two PDFs. Uh, signing order and SnapDocs do not have limitations, so you can go high quality. If they want you to email them, you might want to go to maybe like 100 to 150. It'll just lower the DPI, so it's not as great a quality, but still pretty decent quality that they can kind of review the scans from. Uh, so anyway, just kind of format it as well before 
you you start using it again if you're brand new and this is your first time using a scanner test it out test it out even grab some blank pages of paper just write just write on just scribble on it test uh, make some have your kids draw draw on it you know as a scratch paper and and then scan it do a couple tests make sure it is compatible make sure it's working properly uh, do letter and legal size make sure that when it's scanning letter and legal size it's noticing it's noticing oh this is letter size this is legal size in the preview you should be able to see the difference in sizes so, so test out your scanner first. Make sure it's working. Make sure it's working to what you're expecting it to do before you do your first scan back. So there's nothing like getting your first signing done or getting a signing done, going back home, and now you can't figure out the scanner. You can't figure out why it's not scanning and things like that. You want to do this beforehand, all right? Because an entrepreneur, self-employed person, business owner, they are proactive and they make sure it's testing and working great beforehand. Now let's go back to the printer. Um, like I was mentioning, first tip for you here, make sure it's fit to size or scale to fit when you're printing. That will ensure that the pages will not get cut off. Uh, beforehand, make sure you dedicate the tray. So you should go into your settings because people are telling me, oh, I put in the paper, I put in the legal size, I put in the letter size, but it's only printing on letter size. Basically, it's only printing what tray one is, is set for. Right, the printer. <laughs> I joked with one of the signing agents that called me. Unfortunately, the printer cannot read your mind. The printer doesn't know that you have put legal paper in tray two or tray one. The printer doesn't know that unless you tell the printer that you need to dedicate. Now, if you have one of the more common uh, laser jet printers, um, usually double check it, but usually lay, uh, tray two. Is it going to be a bigger tray? It will hold more paper. Whatever type of paper you use more, dedicate that to the larger tray. So, for example, I use the Brother 6200, I believe, or 5200, I can't remember. But tray 2 is is larger. It will hold way more paper than tray 1. And I use a lot more letter size paper than, than legal size. In fact, I rarely use legal size paper. I mostly use letter size. So I have dedicated tray two as letter size because it's bigger and I use more letter size. And I dedicate tray one as legal size because I rarely use legal size paper. So that's another tip for you. Whatever has whatever tray is bigger and you use more of, dedicate that one. Uh, make sure you dedicate it, right? So you have to go into your settings and dedicate tray one as letter or legal and tray two as letter or legal. So when you go to print... Your printer knows which one's letter, which one's legal. I'm sorry, the printer cannot read your mind. I joked with a notary about that. They laughed. But it's true, right? She was like, I don't know why it's only printing letter. Well, did you tell your printer that tray two was legal? Well, no. I'm like, all right. It can't read your mind, okay? Uh, another question I was asked. Does it have to be laser? Can it be inkjet? The answer is it has to be laser. Yes, it has to be. It cannot be inkjet. I'll tell you why. First, for your benefit, you want it to be laser because laser over the long run is cheaper on toner than an inkjet is with ink. Ink is very expensive. I mean, toners are expensive too. I get it. But over the long run, toner is a lot cheaper. But also, have you printed like at 
even 10 or 20 pages on an inkjet? Do you feel how heavy that paper is or how wet that paper seems? Yeah, it's not good. And now the paper's not smooth. It kind of it's kind of kind of wavy because of all the all the ink that is used on it. Yeah. People notice it. It's and it's not as fast as laser. So for your benefit, okay, for your benefit, it's going to be cheaper and it's going to be faster to have a laser jet. Now I know the printer itself might cost more than an inkjet printer, but over the long run, it's going to save you a lot of time and money with a laser jet. But also, an inkjet, most companies won't even accept it. It's going to be too wet. It's going to be too heavy. It's going to smear. Uh, they're not going to like it. That's why, yes, it must be a laser jet. Another question I was asked, does that have to be monochrome or should I get a color? Monochrome. Monochrome meaning black and white. I have done thousands of signing. There has never been one case where I needed to print anything on color. Sure, a page has come in. Maybe it was a, a picture of some sort. and It was, it was maybe a survey um, or a, an appraisal and had pictures of the house that was in color. They don't care if they get it back in color or not. In fact, if they want it in color, they'll print it in color themselves. But nope, black and white. Only need black and white. All right. I'm going to get now to what I think has saved me a lot of time and money. But I hope right now that I hope you guys understand, test your printer and scanner first before you use them. If you are a veteran and you've been doing it for a while, adjust your settings. Uh, maybe invest in a better scanner or high quality if you haven't yet. I think it is definitely worth it. Um, if you are an Apple user and prefer Mac or Apple, I hope I've given you tips that will help you get the uh, cable for the printer and scanner and plug directly into your computer. I'll put links for that. And now here's the thing, my tip. Now, people ask also, do I need to print duplicates for the borrowers? Yes, the answer is yes. They would prefer title, mortgage, signing services. They would prefer that you do print a copy for the borrowers. The borrowers usually would like a copy. I understand a lot of people don't want to deal with paper. They would prefer email. Um, or a, a PDF version, or even a, a drive. You know, some some title companies give drives, or they'll the or some title companies will email them. I do recommend printing a copy. Printing a copy is nice for a few reasons. Number one, if you make a mistake, you can swap it out. Uh, if the paper gets damaged, for example, maybe someone spills a drink, or there was a maybe there was a stain on the table or something dirty on the table you didn't catch and you put a paper piece of paper down and maybe maybe it's a, it could be like a drop of juice or a drop of water you didn't see it no one saw it you put the paper down right on top and the paper just absorbed it right now the page is ruined you can swap it out that's that's the nice thing about it um so there's, there's nice good benefits of, of printing copies maybe someone accidentally grabbed a black pen started writing on with black ink and you're like, oh, no, it has to be in blue ink. You can swap it out. However, a lot of my directs do not require do not require copies for them because they'll usually email them. And should you, as a signing agent, email copies? The answer is no. You should not be emailing copies. That will come from the title company because it will come encrypted and safe and secure. Right? If you just mail it, it's not as safe and secure. So do not email copies. Let the title company know that the signers would like copies emailed to them, give them the email address. But a lot of my companies do not even require 
that I give them copies because later they'll send them copies in a digital format. However, I like printing copies anyway. I occasionally will work with a signing service. I have a lot of signing services from before I started my own signing service that were direct. So can you go direct with a signing service? Yeah. If you do a great job and it's a signing service that will have signings in your area more often, they will want to use you, okay? And you can be direct with signing service and get paid well. I get paid very well for my direct signing services. They pay me almost like my normal fees from my title companies because they know I'm going to do great work for them. So they don't always require that I print copies. However, a lot of people still want that copy or nice to swap out. This is what I do. Right, so here's my tip. If you're a veteran and you're still having to print copies, this is what I do. I only print essential or important documents. So how have I determined if these are important or essential? Well, it's just, it's some of this I'll read off to you is self-explanatory. And some of it is because people have asked, oh, do I have a copy of this? Do you have a copy for me? If I hear people asking for that, then I think, oh, this is important. People are interested in this. So when I do copies, when I print copies for the signers, I don't print every page. I only print certain pages. These are the pages. The closing disclosure and the settlement statement. Obvious reasons, right? You would think those are obvious reasons. Um, the right to cancel. If it's a refinance on their primary and there's a right to cancel, I print a right to cancel for them. The first payment letter. The first payment letter will break down their payment, the first payment date, and usually that page or the page after are the payment vouchers. So if they plan on setting up auto pay or they're planning on paying online, but maybe the email or the letter, they don't respond to it quick enough or it goes to their junk mail or spam email, I at least say you at least have the vouchers in case you don't see those. You know your first payment date is this day. Here's the vouchers in your copy. Also, the amortization schedule. For Some people do not care about it. Some want to look at it. They would say, I want to look at this later. Or this is always interesting to me. A lot of people say it. So for that reason, I print out the amortization schedule. I also print out people's credit scores. People like to look at their credit scores. And they a lot of people ask, do I have a copy of this? Because they want to look at it later. So I've noticed people are interested in their credit score. So if there is a credit score in the package, I will print a copy for them. And any deeds, any warranty deeds, quick claim deeds, um, obviously the deed of trust, I print out, and the note. The note and the deed of trust and any deeds, warranty deed, quick claim deed. These are what I print. I only print these out for the copies. I do not print the whole package. So basically... If I have a signing package that's maybe about 150 pages or 100 to 150 pages, I am only printing for their copies like 20. I'm only printing like 20 pages. Most people do not care about a lot of the other filler. I mean, for example, if you notice when you walk in and you have your stack of documents, they look at it and they say, oh my gosh, what is that's like a book. Or, oh my gosh, that's, that is quite the stack. Or, we have to sign all of those pages? <laughs> you, you've seen those responses, right? In fact, most people respond that way. So do they want that whole stack? I don't think they do, actually. So I don't print the whole thing. I only print what I consider the essentials. And from those, people seem very happy because there's only like 20 pages. And so when I give them, I go, here's your copies. And they say, oh, this is it. Oh, well, these are all just the important pages. And they say, oh, yeah. 
because there's a lot of stuff that's not that important to them, like the occupancy. Oh, the occupancy. This is an investment property. This is your second home. This is your primary residence. They know that. They don't care. You know, it's just not a big deal for them. So, again, what are those pages? It's the closing disclosure, the settlement statement, the right to cancel, the note, the deed of trust or the mortgage, whatever state you're in, the first payment letter, the amortization schedule, their credit scores, any like warranty deeds or quick claim deeds. It's about 20 pages, roughly. You know, 20 to 30. It's it's not many pages. So those that's my tip for you. If you're a veteran and you still print the entire copy, I just print those. Especially because if they make... So for the most part, I tell them, if you don't make a mistake, if you make a mistake, just line through, initial, rewrite it. <clears throat> so most people just do that if they make a mistake on a page. But there's some pages, for example, the note. They don't want that dated. If someone accidentally dates the note... Let's swap that copy out. Uh, the deed of trust, obviously, is, or the mortgage is obviously going to be very important. So if they mess up on that, I want to swap that one out. I want that to be good. The closing disclosure as well, settlement statement, those are all pretty important. So if there's any mistakes made on those, I do want to swap those out. I want those to be like nice and clean. So anyway, those are my tips for you guys on this week. Prepare beforehand. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Make sure your printer and scanner are working effectively and efficiently for you thanks again for watching and listening to another episode of the peak signing agents podcast hope you are working on becoming a peak signing agent making the most money for you your family and your business catch you on the next episode bye thanks for listening to the latest episode of the peak signing agents podcast I hope this episode brought great value to you and your business. And if it did, please subscribe and follow the podcast and share with anyone you think could also benefit. Thank you.